Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Jose. <laughs> yeah, baby. I like that one. Yeah, baby. Welcome, one and all, to the big show. That's right, that's right. And we're going to talk a little bit right out the gate. Where's the mole? He's nowhere. we got to call him and wake him up, and maybe he'll... Yeah, I'm texting him. You know, I don't like this hour time difference thing. Like, most normal human beings are up by nine. No, not him. No, It's no. nine where he is now? There's no way, is it? No, he'll still be in bed. What is the problem with these? Polly does the minimal... He is oh a minimalist. He's a minimalist. Not? He does whatever is, he is required, and that's nothing more, but, nothing less. But isn't it true of those people that are minimalists, mm-hmm. like Polly, that they're very good at telling us when we're not doing something well? No, they love it. Oh, this takes the distraction. Really good. Takes the distraction away. Well, it's the mirror effect. Yeah. It's the mirror effect. Yes. Let me take a look at my life and just dump on you. Yeah, right. It's fine. Oh, my God. I'm so sad that this guy's not calling in. It's a one-hour show. It's not a real show. No, I mean, it's show. not a real show, but it's it, 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 potential for it. For those, <laughs> those of you, I will tell the story for the rest of my radio dim. Yeah. Um, uh, Josh and I were in a, a room talking about um, his show, and he's going from three hours to four hours. I'm like, four hours on the radio, dude. That's a long time. And then we talked about somebody else. He goes, well, that guy's only got an hour show. It's not a real show. <laughs> and as he's saying that, I'm looking at him going... Well, my show's a uh, long show. No, but, I mean, this this is a real show, sure, yeah. Yeah, this is a real show this now. Real. Yeah, now. Now that it has power ESPN radio. Now it's the real. I'm calling. You can listen in. I'm calling. He's not going to answer. He's going to answer. He's going to answer. I feel it. I feel I feel it. Do you feel it? You're getting sent to gentlemen? voicemail. Am I going to voicemail? You're getting sent to voicemail. Wow. Maybe we can get the stripper chick to call. Uh-oh. Yeah, baby! Yeah, I win the race. I win the bet. Call in. We're on the air. No, oh, my. For God's sake. Are you, I'm, I'm calling you from my phone because I figured I might trick you into actually answering. Everyone said like you wouldn't Like there was an answer. emergency or something. Yeah, you're, you're, and I'm playing. For God's sake. Yeah, yeah. You need to call in, big guy. we got a show to do. Oh, he's so mad. <laughs> he's calling. He's, he's calling. so mad. You he's woke calling, him up. Though. He's you calling. Woke him no, up. he sounded awake. He sounded no, he awake. did not. I, that, that wasn't I've, awake? I've woken him up a lot. That He's definitely not awake. You right. just woke him up. I'm going to bet again. Uh, bre- yeah. Breakfast burrito. Ooh, all right. That he was already awake. He might have already been awake because I texted oh, him. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. No, no. Don't backtrack now. Okay. He'll Don't say track. he was awake. He's, gonna, he's a liar. <laughs> Is he here? Yeah. Malicious. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mo. Were you awake? Yes. I've been texting with Josh for an hour. I've been oh, up for like two hours. Josh bet me a breakfast burrito you weren't awake. You had your you had your stuffy. He's stupid. He's been texting with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I texted you at 906 asking if you could connect. That's right. Wow. All right. Then that's me. So what are you doing right now? Yeah. What's going on over there? I'm doing some uh, work for ESPN Utica. Are you, in, are you in Omaha? Yeah. What dump you staying at? You know what dirt uh, wagon hotel are you at? Just a quality in. What Roach Motel have you suckered so wait, into? So, so you you went from Detroit, you stopped somewhere in Illinois, I think you said, right? Yeah, Princeton, uh-huh. Illinois. Princeton, Illinois. Then what happened? Then I drove, I got pulled over yesterday. Yeah, you, oh, you yeah, had to yeah, tell yeah. us the story, so. It was the strangest thing. They put so, the dogs in? I, <laughs> I, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't speeding. It, it's 70, I was going like 75. 
So well, you're speeding. So you're speeding. <laughs> yeah, that's the new math. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Re- it's not like a real speeding. Yeah, yeah. Doing anything? He's green. You were safe speeding. Yeah. Yeah, and there's the cops got a guy pulled over, and he's finishing. So I drive by, and I'm in the opposite lane, so I'm nowhere near the cop. Because mm-hmm. that's illegal too. Yeah. And and he comes shooting out, and he pulls me over. And he comes up and he goes, hey, where are you going, buddy? I go, Omaha. He goes, what for? I go, NCAA tournament. And he goes, why? I go, I work in radio uh, for Syracuse. And he goes, okay. All of a sudden, this huge truck pulls up behind him with its lights on. And the dogs get out and start sniffing around the car. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what in the hell is going on? So he sniffs around. And it takes like 20 minutes for them to like look around. They go, can we look at the car? And I said, yeah. And so he does all that, finds nothing, and goes, you guys suck anyways. You shouldn't be in the tournament. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Who and is I, this and officer and friendly? And then, he goes, and, then he's, and then he starts laughing. He goes, I, wasn't, I won't give you, I'm not going to give you a ticket or anything. We're drugs, and we get a ton of drugs going up and down this corridor. And when we see like plates that we don't recognize, we, we pull them over. Wow, man, you got and, profiled. Oh, and, boy. Yeah, Paulie the Mole uh, profiled. It, but it was really funny. And then he's like, no, you guys are good. He goes, I went, he goes, you busted my bracket. So then I'm like trying to leave. And he's sitting there talking college basketball with me for 15 minutes on the side of the road. So I like, I could imagine all the cars driving by. <laughs> some criminal. <laughs> right. But he's just shooting around. the breeze about basketball. <laughs> yeah, he's talking. talking oh, that's to classic. Were they, what kind of dogs? Were they shepherds? Yeah, and he was, but this guy was like so knowledgeable about college basketball. He said, you guys, his own is crazy this, <laughs> for the past three games. You're killing people. And I was Can like, we get him to call in? Uh- <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Did you grab his number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a hot gas. That's great, but man. I- Would you get any videotape of this? These are the things, these are the jewels you got to get. I'm not videotaping that. And then all of a sudden he goes, let me see that phone. It beats me on the side of the road. No. Let me see no. what? He said he doesn't want to take the phone of the guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'll find all the other videos you got on there. I haven't heard a good Larry in a long time. Larry. Yeah, thank you. So you drove over. Did you end up going to the Ronald Reagan house yesterday? I did. I snapped some pics of that. And then I drove by this one exhibit. I think on the way home, I'm going to do it. John Wayne's hometown and the bridges of Madison County are the same exit. Oh. Wow. That's romantic. In Iowa. So I might want to do that. <laughs> you got something you got a big week planned. You know what, <laughs> you, you know, yeah, exactly. You know what the difference between Iowa and Nebraska is? Nothing. 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 And well, did you see a, this a Nebraska this reporter that's all pissed off at Syracuse right now? Did you see this feud that's going Ruiz? on? Ruiz? Is that the name? The guy who said that uh, the Syracuse zone it ruins college basketball. No, it was the guy who said that because somebody overheard players in the in the locker room saying, what is Nebraska? Oh, it's just flat and farms. So this reporter in Nebraska says, well, you're not that great either, Syracuse. You've got more farms than per capita than Nebraska. It's this weird feud they've got going with us now. Wow. I don't understand. Very, very upset in Nebraska. I don't Nebraska. understand it at all. <laughs>
So when do you get to transfer to an actual real hotel? Paul? No, no, no. I want to go back to something. Oh, yeah, so, so you went, you went from Detroit. You stopped off somewhere in Illinois, in Princeton, Illinois, or something. And then I thought you were going straight through to Nebraska. That's what I did. Okay, so you, so you're you're on the road. He's in Omaha, but he's not in a good hotel yet. Oh, he's in Omaha right now. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped and did laundry yesterday. Got to have clean underwear on the road to the Final Four. Yeah. <laughs> Got to. And, Could you pack uh, more than two pair? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think he thought they were getting past the play-in game, so he just packed the pair but, and that was it. Oh, that's right. He's been on the road the whole time. Yeah, I went and uh, I, then I, I had pajama pants and a white T-shirt on, and I walked into the laundromat and just dumped my, dumped my suitcase into the washing machine. Well, no wonder they're profiling you on the highway. You're driving a New York plate cars with sweatpants and a T-shirt on. And you've got, and you've got 14 different takeout food stains on your T-shirt, for God's sake. You've got, you're driving, eating it. Yeah, and you've got big black cases of equipment. They don't know what that is. I would have pulled <laughs> yeah. you over, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The thing I left him with is like a nuclear weapon. I know, exactly. <laughs> if I'm a cop looking in his car, there's the giant black like a uh, pelican case that I, Daniel had to fly out. I went from um, taking pictures with the TSA guy to being surrounded by TSA agents because of that one case. comment. What would you say? I show up with the... With the uh, um, the big hardcover golf club bag that mm-hmm. has the clips on it, and you lock it up yeah. and everything. It, it looks like a a speaker thing, you know, like you're yeah, saying. Yeah, sure, for sure. Um, and so, and and I wasn't even thinking. I'm going to a golf tournament, and I land in Charlotte. And the guy says to me, he goes, "Geez, what do you got in that damn thing?" And I said, "My weapons of mass destruction." And as soon as I said, I looked at him. I went, it's my golf clubs, bro. You can see. And he went, "Yeah, can you step back from the case, please?" Bro? And next, you know, all these guys came down and they're looking at me and they're really eyeballing me. And they're like, "Okay, is the case unlocked?" No, no, no. Don't approach the case, please. Don't approach the case. Is the case? I went, "Yeah, man. The key. The, give me the. You know, okay, hand him the keys, please. Step back." They opened up my golf clubs. They had dogs. They pulled everything out. They ripped every compartment open. Oh, yeah, they were pissed. Yeah, there's no jokes about that in airports. You know what? I wasn't even thinking about it. and yeah. I was trying to shoot my mouth off like I was such a great golfer, and uh, yeah, that went well. <laughs> that went really, really well. Paulie, there's all kinds of discussion going on here. I, I feel like I feel like people don't believe what we've been able to do with the, with the zone and shut people down. Uh, that there's like, you know, because we're a double-digit underdog, like we can't beat Duke. I'm sad to hear all the different people think that we can't, because we can beat Duke. We can absolutely beat them tonight, to our, our Friday you night. You only have to beat them once. That's right. You know, uh, nine out of ten times, Duke will probably beat Syracuse, but you only got to beat them once, and that's what makes this tournament great. So, yeah, they could beat them. I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it, but they could do it. What? <laughs> I wouldn't bet on uh, what is what? What is Syracuse? What are the two most important things you think Syracuse has to do to beat Duke Friday? Continue to play the defense the way they have, and probably you're going to need to score more than fifty points. I'm guessing. You know, okay. you got to do something about your offense. Yeah. Is that your opinion or the police officer's opinion? That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just regurgitating. What are you doing to me? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how does how does that end that 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 conversation? So you know, he's shooting this, and finally you go, okay, I gotta go. No, uh, okay. So he's sitting there talking to me, and he's the dog cop. So he's sitting the there talking to me. The other cop 
shoots out, pulls over the next car, and he goes, okay, right, good, have a safe trip, enjoy your stay at Doma, and then he got in his truck and followed him to the next one, so. Wow, so they're just they're just shooting the breeze with people until the next potential drug trafficker f- flies by. Correct. Yes. Correct. They're looking for hotties. That's what they're looking yeah, for. I don't blame them. They're on a hottie patrol. Can't say I blame they're gonna them. go full cavity search. Yep. <laughs> oh, I would have loved. I would have loved if Paulie been probed. Paulie. They made him take Paulie, his pants off. Paulie over the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> What's that joke in the trunk, Paulie? They snapped the glove. They're going. Yeah, yeah. All, they're going wrist deep on him. Oh, <laughs> wrist. <laughs> What's that hamster for? Oh, it's a drug hamster. <laughs> no wonder he's stated the quality yeah, in right now. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. He's leaking. Yeah, he's walking. He's walking funny from those from those Woo-hey. cavity searches. Uh. You got a real purty mouth, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. So, is Omaha as exciting as you expected it to be for any of the the fans that may be flying out there for the for the it's tournament? Way more bustling than I had expected it to be. There's, you know, it's. It's very city. There's like things oh, happening. Yeah? There's in a Omaha. city center going on. Yeah, it's a city. It's 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 literally nothing between Detroit and, and Omaha. But when you get to Omaha, it's a city. It's a legit city. Wow, what's the population of Omaha? It's a legit. To, our our <laughs> our determination of what a legit city is may be very different things. Yeah, friend. maybe. I mean, if you're saying there's people. Moving around, then that's exciting. <laughs> They're no, breathing. I, I tend to think that the NCAA doesn't give the tournament to cities that aren't like capable of hosting it. You got to have like a certain amount of hotels and a certain amount of restaurants, and, you know, and be able to host something like this. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's four hundred and forty-six thousand nine hundred and seventy people in Omaha as of two thousand sixteen. That's respectable. Yeah, that's Kansas respectable. City's only four eighty-one. I didn't realize Omaha was that big. Oh yeah, we're gonna tear it. Paulie and I out on the out on the night. I like it. Nightlife with Paulie. When, and when Wall? are you going on Thursday night? Probably past that after yeah, the game. Yeah. <laughs> are you staying until Saturday? I'm staying until Saturday. I'm going to go to the game. Yeah. 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 Great uh, one. You sitting with the great one? You know, I think the great one probably chucks me out to the curb. I, yeah. Although I don't think he realizes. No, he's got tickets for you. Yeah, I know. They're probably not with him. Um, <laughs> but that's okay because going to a city in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to miss the show. He's going to miss the show. What do you mean? For sure. Well, that'll be a city where you know they don't see a lot of actors in it. I'm sure. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, walking around, you'll get you'll get the good VIP treatment going. Very on. nice. You walk in Chicago or Miami or L.A. or New York, and you're another actor that's in the city. You know work. what I wonder? We got to hit commercials and come back. I wonder where the restaurant is in Omaha because everybody knows Bayheim always knows the spot in every town, and great one likes to go to the, whatever the spot is. I want to know what the spot is, like the restaurant. I in want Omaha. the gritty, small. You know, I, I I want the the really good food. I don't care about whether yeah. it's popular. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Where's that restaurant? That's where Bayham always eats too. It's always there's a hole go- in the wall. Yeah, that's like there's the going to be some ever. rib joint or something that's off the chain. I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. I want to know, Paulie. Can you hang on with us for a minute? Uh, Paulie, you're on the whole show, man. You're not <laughs> yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, don't be so I'm excited. The whole show from a phone. It sounds like garbage. How does he sound right now, Joe? Like garbage? No, there you go. Wow, why do you want to agree with him and, and, and instigate him? He's my boss. Oh, oh all right. God, suck up. Well, hang on to the next break, Polly. I'll <laughs> try right, to find hang, some hang so on, what's. Polly. We'll do some so what's for you. No, I can't please, wait. This is sir, sir, please hold. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. 
Game day coverage of Syracuse basketball is brought to you by GEICO on the Pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back. Malicious, you still there? I am always here. Hey, I got to crowbar something into your show really quick. Crowbar it. The, the nice folks at Live Nation have given you tickets to give away to see Godsmack in Shinedown. Yes, they have. At the amphitheater. So uh, at some point today, we should uh, have someone call in to win some tickets. I would love to do that here before we should uh, absolutely do that. Should we do it in some kind of a contest form? or We can take a 10th caller. Call five. You call her five, uh, probably. Call her five, that's it? I don't think yeah, we get we'll 10 calls. week. Let's do let's do something more interesting. What do you want to do? Guess um, what letter Paulie the Mole stripper girlfriend name begins with? Wow! Hey now, oh, he's gonna hang up on us again. <laughs> All right, are you ready, Paulie, for some so what? <laughs> you you know you want to laugh so bad. Is he still there? <laughs> he's there. Go ahead. He knows it was a good one. I showed the video of the gas station attendant and uh, uh, when we were in Jersey. In yeah, Hope, why New Jersey. he likes Hope so much, I've yeah. seen that clip. Listen, yeah. listen, let me tell you something. I said, if we had any balls, we air this, we go national in one day, uh. everyone's going to be all over us. I'm like, why are we not airing this right on our social media <laughs> to get people so pissed? Right. You can- God, no one, want, no one understands this, this game the, better than I That reference, yeah. All right, so what? First, so what? Currently, on the cover of the Syracuse New Times, there are two faces. One is that of Jim Beheim. The other is that of Pauly Sibilia. Wow! Right at his ass level, uh, Pauly Sibilia the Mole is featured on this week's cover of the Syracuse New Times. Yeah, so what? Yeah, so what? Ah. So what? Moving on. Joe, any vote? I think that's uh, great for Polly. He's a tremendous producer and uh, <laughs> one of the best of all time. Very Who nice. ordered up Suck Up Salzone? Suck Up Salzone is uh, he's 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 trying to get a more permanent gig here at the. Uh, oh, is he getting more hours? He's trying to get some. Uh, yeah, Actually, so. I just want to confirm that I'm off Easter weekend. <laughs> yeah, he just wants Easter weekend off. Easter weekend. Yeah, we're moving. We're moving towards that time of year when sports hours get. Him, so he's working his way for mm-hmm. Wow. I think it's very important that we have the mole there. Look at the face on him. That's very stoic. Looks like, looks, he's looks, very serious. He's got like a little Nick's. He's got the head thing on. He looks like Nick Saban yeah, a little bit Yeah, he's good it? to go. Yes. Well, you transitioned me into my second story, which I see you have some information on as well. Uh, one of Nick Saban's coaches is claiming that there's no way he's even thinking of retiring as he enters his 70s. Well, and I do. I also have uh, some information on this. Steve Spurrier delivers a perfect response to the question about potential Nick Saban retirement. And Spurrier said, like, what are you kidding me? There's, there, there's no way he's going to retire. Why would he go now? And uh, and he's on a roll. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the other thing to remember, too, although I think Saban is not in this category yet, when you get to those types of coaches, the Bear Bryants, the uh, Joe Paternos, mm-hmm. it's your staff that's really running those last few years anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you get to oversee it, but I don't believe game time wise, Joe Paterno was calling plays and so on. I don't think I don't think that. Existed. I think it's a, I think the Nick Saban situation is similar to a Jim Beheim situation where they've done it so long. What else do they are they going to do? It's just what they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Saban too, maybe a few years. Um, 
it, it's a little different than Bayon. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's in the national title hunt, not yeah. not getting into the tournament hunt. Mm-hmm. He's winning titles like five out of the last eight years or something. So yeah, no, there there's a little bit of a difference. This um, all came from a story. Uh, and by the way, he's 66, not near 70 yet, but he, they say he'll go into his 70s. <laughs> this comes from a story where he was on vacation in Florida with his wife. Uh, they you know did daily things, and by 8 a.m. he says, "Well, what are we going to do the rest of the day?" Like he's just the kind of guy that has to be coaching and has to be doing that program. Yeah, retirement is a really hard thing. I've seen this um, from professional athletes that are my friends. You know, they talk about missing that that locker room camaraderie. And, you know, they they really haven't been home to raise their kids and be home with their wife uh, for any great length of time because in the off-season, many of them have to train and and they have other financial obligations as far as sponsorships and so on and commercials. And, um, yeah, it's a big shock for them. Paulie, what do you got? I would love to retire. <laughs> <laughs> he's in his mid forties. He's done. What would you do if you retired? What, awesome. what would you do if you won lotto? You oh, know, not some crazy number, but if you won a couple million bucks. This is his dream. Go ahead, Paulie. I, I would vanish. You would never see him again. He would never speak I to would, us again. You would go. Would, you would be ghosting. Oh no! I would get a log cabin somewhere in the woods, like a four mile long driveway, <laughs> off the grid, just gone. Yeah, and wouldn't miss any of you. Are, are you, are you, are you I, I wouldn't miss any of you. He wouldn't, though. He say? wouldn't. He wouldn't. Wow. He's even going to sign off his family. He's not even going to look for him. That's hurtful to me, Polly. That's hurtful oh, well. to me. Oh, well. <laughs> not, I'm not, not going to win, so you're stuck with me, kid. Yeah. Wow. That's a terrible attitude, too. But that's okay. We'll live with it. What's the next subject? Buffalo Bills wide receiver Zay Jones was arrested in Los Angeles after an incident with his brother that left him naked bloodied and glass broken in an apartment building you know i can't say i can't relate to this a little bit yeah (laughs) but uh um i I watched the video of this and uh i think he was definitely under the influence of something going Mm. on there and it was beyond i think alcohol uh and so i put it out there um baldwin help at icloud.com the buffalo bill should probably get a hold of me i'll get somebody over there in los angeles that can take care of him i have a um, a specific place where they can detox him and help him. He was, uh, my guess, my guess is that he was under the influence of something that caused him to uh, to have some type of psychotic episode. He was he was out there, and they have videotape of it. So when he's kicked through a window and ripped his foot, it, l- it looks like a, a murder scene. Yeah, There's it's terrible. It's very, it's bloody and gory. Yeah. And it's, it seems like every offseason the Bills will have some wide receiver get into some trouble. There was a guy that drove into a Chinese restaurant a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, you know what? When you want Chinese food, no, you, 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 you make a good do point. What you got to do. You make a good point, Paulie. So what or not so what? Anywhere you end up naked, that's not a so what. <laughs> I've never ended up naked. Well, that's no why I think Daniel's I'm right. Doing, I think it's, I think it's an influence of something. I've been in arguments and fights, but I've never taken taken my clothes off. If I were to be threatened by a man bigger than me, I will. I will take my pants off. Well, he's off. in. He's in the hallway, and his brother. He's with his brother, and his brother pulls out a cell phone. And says, "Do you want me to call dad? Do you want me to call dad?" And he starts like wrestling with his brother to get by him, and, and flipping out. Like he he seems kind of incoherent. Uh, and so my guess is that you know he's probably drinking and taking some kind of pills or something trippy, or maybe he'd been up for some time doing blow or something. But um, for sure, he. Uh, he seemed like he was under the influence of something. He didn't seem very cohesive. 
Anything else? I got my final so what. I like a final so what. While you were watching March Madness, you probably weren't watching the All England Open Badminton Tournament. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you missed a grueling 120-shot volley lasting 90 seconds, folks. A minute and a half, four women traded shots where it was 102 total shots. I've got video of it right there as they go back and forth. That is one beaten shuttle pack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're going right for it, man. This is the championship match. That's beating the cock right there. It is. It really is. Look at this. Ooh, dink. Overhead. Only dink. Save. Through. Save. Save. This Cock! Is, this is no backyard. Uh, this oh. is no backyard bad mittened. Bad How, is there a video of this? Yeah. This video, we're watching it. I'm going to retweet it for you. Dude, dude the, what, are the, what are the girls wearing? They wear like, all right, calm down, Polly. <laughs> what are the girls wearing with their They're wearing that like short cock. shorts and like t shirts. I've got my shuttle out. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are they wearing? Like uh, short shorts and uh, lacy tops. And Do you have a badminton on your hand? Yeah. Now it, now it appears that a pillow fight is breaking out, and yeah. oh, they're kissing. There you go. Yep, it's yeah. it's advanced. All right. Yeah, baby. I'll like retweet it. that. I'll post uh, it on the uh, ESPN. How's your, how's your badminton game, Polly? I don't think I've ever played. Even like a family picnic? Josh, how's your badminton game? I've been known to whip out a shuttlecock from time to time, yeah. I'll have a good time, yeah. Joe Salzone? Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it's been about 20 years it's, since I played. <laughs> it's good mitten. <laughs> it's good mitten. All right, Paul. Well, you're really, free to go on that yeah, one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it out now. I'll play any two of you. In Are you really good at it? I'll pl- I, 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 you can teach me how to play. I've heard we're having the great uh, Baldwin picnic over at the house this summer. Maybe we yeah, should. No, this has to be done in a court professionally. What? Regulation? You regulation. will not have any backyard shenanigans. It needs to be regulation. No, no it needs to be regulation. All right. Well, Joe Paulie- Salzo will be referee. He, lo- he loves to bark orders. He does. He does. And we'll get video evidence of it. We need to start posting some significant footage. We will talk to you, what, tomorrow, Polly? Yeah, Caller 5 wins tickets to Cut Smash and Shine Down right now. Polly's doing the giveaways. I like it. Polly's doing the calls coming in. They're racing 44. in. The calls are racing in. For ESPN 44. Caller 10, you're going to Cut I want to talk to Polly. <laughs> Godsmack Shine Down August 29th, Lakeview Amphitheater. Tickets on sale Friday. You can win them right now before you can even buy them for ESPN 44. Thank you, Polly. Thanks, Polly. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. Ryan Archidiacono flips the ticket. Three for the win. It's good. It's good. One second. Chioza tosses it up. Oh, oh, a miracle. Chioza, it goes. Houston the rebound and redemption is found in the desert. The Tar Heels have won their sixth national title. Westwood One coverage of the NCAA tournament is brought to you by IBEW NECA, C&S Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio Syracuse. You will not have any backyard shenanigans. It needs to be regulation. No, no it needs to be regulation. All right. Well, Joe Pauly, Salzo will be referee. He, lo- he loves to bark orders. He does. He does. And we'll get video evidence of it. We need to start posting some significant footage. We will talk to you, what, tomorrow, Paulie? Yeah, Caller 5 wins tickets to Cut Smash and Shine Down right now. Polly's doing the giveaways. I like it. Polly's doing the calls coming in. They're racing 44. in. The calls are racing in. For ESPN 44. Caller 10, you're going to Godsmack. I want to talk to Polly. <laughs> Godsmack Shine Down August 29th. Lakeview Amphitheater. Tickets on sale Friday. You can win them right now before you can even buy them for ESPN 44. Thank you, Polly. Thanks, Polly. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. 
Orange Nation, noon to 2, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. And now, we're back. You know, and, and here's something that maybe I'm naive to this because, I, I you know, I'm, I'm a kid who grew up on Long Island, but I have... Very, very deep ties to Syracuse University and like, you know, so many relatives up here and graduates from this program um, that I didn't realize how hated Syracuse basketball is by other places. Yeah. I mean, as we as we we creep in and we we knock out places like Michigan State, pretty much a home game for mm-hmm. them in Detroit. And 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 Coach Bam, listen to this. This is an article by James Suba. Um, and he writes, by now you've heard all the takes and you've cut through all the noise. To many, Syracuse is just unlikable. Jim Beheim is a miserable old curmudgeon. He routinely makes snide remarks to the media and bashes his players. He's always yelling. He's a nose-picking cheater. Really? You write that about Jim Beheim? Well, I... I, he's not a, I don't know about the cheater thing, but he is. He can come off as curmudgeon. He can come off. I mean, he, and, and he so, doesn't pull punches. And, 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 so, and so Bobby Knight made a career, but he'd been he, he'd been governor of Indiana. I mean, he's a tough guy who's that's who, all I think he is. Who wants what he wants? Take a look at his graduate percentage and look at the guys that you know. Besides the ones who leave early, yeah, you know, because they're so good that he he yeah. teaches them and they go to the pros, but. He's a very approachable, nice guy. He doesn't like small talk. He's not a guy that likes to mince words. He's a pretty direct guy. Absolutely. I, I, and, and I, you know, part of the problem when I read that is because I know Jim doesn't want Julie and the school to tell the outside world what he's meant to upstate New York mm-hmm. and what he does with his foundation, the amount of work his wife and he do to raise money and raise awareness and, and help people that are underprivileged. And, you know, that's a shame because, of course, because if people knew who he really was and what he was really about, yeah. um, you know, they would forgive any of his uh, shortcomings if that's what they're titling them as. Um, as a as a coach, because he's just all business. People only judge him by his personal persona and these press conferences, which he doesn't want to do. I mean, you can ask anybody who's known Jim for a long time; he will tell you he doesn't want to do press conferences. It's it's his least favorite part of the job. He's open about that, so of course he's not going to be in the best of moods. It's either after a loss or after a win. He doesn't want to talk about the game. But he even had uh, something to say after Michigan State. It was a pretty funny line. He, he was, does have funny lines. He was being interviewed. And they said, okay, well, we know we're under time restraints. Well, and he goes, no, 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 hang on a second. Uh, and, and I'm not paraphrasing, mm-hmm. or I am paraphrasing. He said uh, um, something something to the effect of, you know, I don't mind talking when I win. Yeah, <laughs> see? Know? Right. Which which was pretty funny at the time, you know. They were cutting the guy off, and he just upset number three. Everyone had him going home. Uh, and and he's now he's look where he is. He's, you know, he's up against Duke. There's a fantastic video that Bleacher Report put out yesterday. I just shared it on the ESPN Facebook page of that 2003 run to the national championship. And they talked to Carmelo, and they talked to Jerry, and they talked to uh, Bayheim, and 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 all of them say great things about Bayheim. But not just because, like, I mean, they talk about how Bayheim went to Baltimore to see uh, Carmelo before anybody really had, and Carmelo and him had this relationship. And I don't think a lot of that gets discussed. I think right. that he's only known. For his, you know, we you think, won 10 effing games kind of things. Do you think he uh, um, he prefers that? 
He doesn't I don't want- think he cares. I, I'm so envious of people that just don't care. They're doing what they want to do, and they right. do it, and they don't. What do you? I don't care what you think about me. And he has that attitude. All right, mm-hmm. you think I'm, in, I'm a bad coach? Fine. Well, I'm not. You think this about me? All right. He has said it many times. I know more about basketball than you. And oh, he, he does. said he does say that. He like does that. say that. So you're going to question him? You're going to say, Coach, really, you're going to play zone? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to. He, he knows what he's doing. Right. And he doesn't want... Uh, it's especially... He, when, listen, if he's on the Dan Patrick show, he's super nice and happy or whatever. It's, it's when he gets questions he doesn't care about from either fans or... or Uneducated, what would he call us? Nitwits. So, uh, so, so he knows when to turn it on. He knows when to turn it on. Yeah, yeah he's been in the game. For and a he long. doesn't toot his own horn like you say he should with the Jim and Julie Beheim Foundation. Even all the foundations his players do. I mean, uh, Devo this past year was collecting shoes for kids in the community who didn't have shoes to go back to school, and that's all Beheim trying to get the organization to to work with the community and do things like that. And never, you don't ever hear about it because he's not one of these guys that needs to be carried on a throne. He's is just that a, guy. a question or is that an What's observation? That? <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Uh-huh. It was a, it was an, it was an observation. Yeah, I think I think um, from a from a coaching standpoint, you know, it's funny. People look at it as more and more articles and stuff that I'm reading about um, the the whining of people. There was a guy that actually wrote. We had Axe on this morning on the Gomez and Lisa show. And, and this guy was whining about how he believes that the zone that has now been taken from behind and being instituted a majority of the times by Mike Krzyzewski down at Duke, that this will be the most boring game and they've ruined basketball and they've done this and done that. And I, and I, and I wonder, do most people out there really think you just go out and play a zone? Do you not realize that there's two elements to the game? There's offense and defense. And although most sports have made it so that scoring becomes, you know, the the goal, they've changed the rules so that scoring you can't hand check in basketball. They've made the ball tighter in baseball so that it travels further and you see more home runs. They changed the blocking rules in the NFL so you can now, as an offensive lineman, extend your hands and hold off a defender who is rushing the quarterback, giving that that offensive lineman many more tools to give the quarterback more time to throw the ball downfield. Ergo, you see more long bomb passes. And again, it's offense, offense, offense. But on the other side, you know, if you were a defensive player as I was in football, you look at a game and you think a 12 to 9 game in the mud is a hell of a game. You mm-hmm. know, when you're rushing every yard counts, you know, trying to get a first down. There's a mastery behind that scheme of things too. People unfortunately don't see it because they want to see goals and touchdowns and home runs. Um the mastery of what you don't get to hear about of what Beheim will do with Shashevsky and vice versa will be the tweaking game time in game and at halftime of the zone. So when I say that, I mean if they start to get hot, he'll spread the zone out and he'll he'll guard the three pointer more. Um, Duke definitely has bigger guys. Mm-hmm. Again, we're faced with a similar situation that we were with Michigan State. So he's going to probably open up by packing the zone a little tighter making it so that we have bodies that are in or around the rim so we can grab boards. We don't want to give away offensive rebounds. We definitely have to dominate the defensive glass and not give a team that's as big as Duke second-chance opportunities. Um, With that said, 
if we start getting, you know, Bagley and a couple of people start sticking threes on us left and right, we're going to have to stretch it out a little bit more. I think their game plan that they talked about that they executed well against us when we played at Cameron is um, Bagley was able to penetrate. You know, he was able to find um, little routes within the zone to penetrate to the basket. We're going to have to cut those off. We're going to have to do better at that. And certainly the thing that's most prevalent to me in looking at this game is if we can get some even scoring out, when I say that, it, it, the worst thing we can do is is want battle or expect battle to score 29 or something mm-hmm. like that. We don't need that. We need battle to score 22. We need um, o- O'Shea to score 19. We need Dolge and Chuk to score 10, 12. You know, I mean, if we do that, we're right there. Because I don't believe Duke is going to score 80 points or any of that nonsense they did during the year. We're going to hold them down to their season, near their season low again. The the zone is playing well. We just have, we have to score, though. That's our problem. We can't go 44 points and expect to beat beat Duke. And no matter how annoying uh, the media thinks that Jim Beheim is, no one is as annoying as Grayson Allen. So really, it's easy to root against Grayson Allen of Duke. I just hate his stupid, twerpy face. I, you know... I, I do, I, Joe Selzo, and I, I, I do. I look I look at him, and I want to just... I want to throw a bottle at him. <laughs> wow. I just don't like him. He trips people. He's just a dirtbag. Is he the one the hip checked? Yes. The, the hip checker? Yes. He just plays dirty. Then he gets in trouble, and then like, ah, no, he's fine. They let him keep playing. I just don't like him. Go out there and drop He's got him. a very punchable face, is what I'm going to say. Yeah. All right? Should yeah. I do the uh, Woody Hayes, come off the sidelines and just tag him? I'm not going to encourage that, but I just, You're not uh, encourage I would like to see Syracuse just run bottle? right over. Could you put Ed's face, the great Ed Levine? If you just picked up a bottle, just picked up a bottle ch- right in the side of the skull, just crushed him. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't would be one thing to throw yeah. it. It'd be another thing just to pinwheel him. Boom! Right. You know in the what would even be funnier and less dangerous would be a hoagie. If you could somehow get a hoagie into the stadium and just throw a loose meat sandwich, the lettuce, the meat, all oh, now that would laugh, Daniel. That would be the funniest thing you could do for me. Sneak a hoagie into the game and throw it at Grayson Allen. Well, that's something that would be. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I agree. Well, why, why, what about like a nice ripe tomato right in the middle of a jersey? Just, that would be good. That'd be good, too. But there's something about all the components of a hoagie flying in the air as it goes towards Grayson Allen's dumb, smug face. <laughs> what, if I, what, if I borrow, what if I borrow? How about this one? How about yeah. this one? Here's a double edge. Yeah. How about if I borrow Ed's credit card for a second? Hey, can I borrow that for the soda? Yeah. And then while he's on the foul line, just skim it out there. Like, <laughs> so it has Ed's ID on it. You chuck it out there, it goes flying by yeah, on the foul line. He'd love that gag. Would that be, yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I, am I done? <laughs> is it over this if I chuck it? it? Yeah, yeah, this, oh, this was it. Really? You don't think he's laughing with me? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you got me, oh, Daniel. That's so funny, you Daniel. threw my company yeah. card uh, at Grayson <laughs> Allen's smug face. And hit him in the side of the ear. <laughs> See? I will come back every year. Right he, he loves he loves sorrow and pain. <laughs> we'll does. come back and wrap things up. Daniel Baldwin Show, ESPN Radio. NCAA tournament coverage is brought to you by IBEW Nika, CNS Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, we're back with some final thoughts. Um, Joshy, uh, yes, Daniel, are you going to jump on the air with us? What, what is that? 
I don't know. <laughs> that was elongated. I don't know what to say. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very good. What is this ghost? What is this new ghosting thing you you were showing me? Oh, listen, man, give me the thing. Because nobody listen. dates more than Joe Salzone, so I'd like his no. input on this. So, Joe, are you familiar with ghosting? Yes, I think I've actually ghosted people. You, you have? Yeah. You got some nerve, Salzone. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know, this new um, dating trend is even worse than ghosting. Okay, so ghosting would be. So you're, you know, you're blowing somebody up online on a dating service. You actually go out with them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, multiple times, yeah. and then you just vanish like a ghost. Yeah. You disappear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now there's a new thing called mosting. Okay. Uh, just when it when you'd gotten used to the sting of being ghosted, there's a new upgraded version to worry about mosting. Ghosting is when a prospective partner completely vanishes from your life. After a series of dates with mosting, the prospective partner lays on extra thick, more or less convincing you that you're the one, mm-hmm. then ghosts you. As with ghosting, you're left totally blindsided, but also wondering why put in all that effort. So now you're like telling a person you love them. Sure, like, yeah. They're, they're your, it goes on to talk about to run away together, soulmate, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, Joe, you've ghosted? I've ghosted. You- I've never mosted. That's. Most of it just sounds cruel. Well, you don't give a lot of it. T- you don't even put any emotion to it. So take, yeah, me, through, t- take me through a stereotypical Joe Salzone ghosting. I don't know. I just so stop- you log into Grinder, and then after that, <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> I hate you. To Grinder. <laughs> So you're on the Blue Boy site. Right, and- <laughs> I, I, just, I don't like texting back and forth. I get bored. But this is you go out on multiple dates. Yeah. Uh, so okay. you're out on dates with these women and then you just say, see ya? Yeah, I have. Not uh, recently, but I have in the past. Yeah. And you just, they, they're texting you and you just cut them off. I'm done. Yep. See ya. Yeah, I have no emotion. He doesn't like people getting close to him. I have no emotion. He doesn't. He doesn't like people getting close to him. Oh my god! So are they writing back? Hey, what happened? Uh, why aren't you writing? Oh, they're me? probably going. Oh, thank God! <laughs> thank God, he's not looking for me. Where's no, the bulge? No. What's, I mean, nothing. <laughs> uh, are you are you getting something is happening on the date that you're ready to move on because it took place? No, or? like if if I don't feel anything. Then, but you don't feel anything anyway. You just well, said. that's very true. So, very so true. what is you? What, what are you waiting for? Revelation of, <laughs> takes an act of God. A to bolt get him of to lightning hit you in the ass cheek. Or what I, are you looking for? Well, I especially get annoyed if someone uh, texts me every day. I don't like that. I don't like it. Then he it said, feels too much like an assignment. Yeah, do you hear him? He said every day, not yeah. every hour. He said, if right. I have to talk like, to somebody Joe, once a day. thinking of you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. You know. Like, so so I, how many days is safe? Like twice a week, three times a week? On the weekends when you want to <laughs> get a little something, something? A couple times a month, maybe? Yeah, right. A couple times a if month. If you can so get a relationship where you check in every bi-weekly, yeah. he'd be happy with well, that. You we would don't do, even know each other's names. That'd mm-hmm. be great. Right. So so you would do well with a long, long-distance relationship. Oh, he'd you? love it. I, I do really well with no relationship. <laughs> Wow. I think the women of Central New York do as well, Joe. I think they now, do. Now, is too. your mom that stereotypical like Italian mom? No, my mom is not Italian. She's not Italian. Salzone's no. not an Italian name? That, well, my dad's name is Salzone. Oh, I see. Okay. My mom is Irish. Your mom's Irish. So is she. Is she she's know, even colder than I am. Joe, when, she's colder she's than even you? Colder, yeah. That's hard to That's imagine. That's where I get it from. That is hard to imagine. <laughs> she's not. When are you going to meet a nice girl? When are you no. gonna, none of that. No. None of that. She just wants me to call her. Every once in a while. Well, but you can't call her more than twice a month. <laughs> as long as my you're in a relationship with that bitch? Are you kidding me? 
God, she's so clingy, that mom. At least she gets it, though, you know, because she's colder than you. She doesn't have to worry about she it. She gets it. Yeah, she gets Joseph, it. Joseph, don't right. call me more than once a month, please. I... All right, we'll hand it over to the Dan Labitard Show. Back tomorrow before the big trip to Omaha. This is ESPN Radio Series. Bingo.